Welcome to the Arcaspeak Podcast. I'm Evan Troxell. Each episode, Neil Pan, Cormac Phelan, and I have a casual conversation about all things architecture, and we invite you to listen in as we talk about everything in the profession, both the good and the bad. Maybe you're considering a career in architecture, you're still in school, or you've been around the blocks of Carbusier's City of Tomorrow more times than you'd like to admit. Join us in the studio as we stand around the water cooler and talk about why we love our chosen profession. It's time for some Arcaspeak. Welcome to episode 50 of the Arcaspeak podcast. I'm Neil Pan. I'm Evan Troxell. And I'm Cormac Phelan. And this show is sponsored by ArcCat. And we'll be talking a little bit more about them later in the show. And just as a reminder, we have a couple of uh, ways that you can help support Arca Speak. You can do that either by becoming a friend of the show, and this is really designed for our listeners to uh, be able to support us on an ongoing basis. And we've had a lot of friends of the show this year show their support, and so we truly thank all of you guys. Uh, there's a long list, and if you guys have listened to previous episodes, you get to hear the names of those people who have sponsored who wanted to have their names read, and that's one of the perks of doing that. And then we also have introduced sponsorships, and we've had a few great sponsors pick up the last few episodes of the show. And if you go to arcaspeakpodcast.com slash sponsorship, check that out if you're interested at all in helping uh, support Arcaspeak and all of the, the work that goes into creating the shows. So again, thanks to everybody who has supported the show in 2014. We really appreciate it, and we're looking forward to doing even more next year. So please check out arcaspeakpodcast.com for the different options for that. And I thought uh, this it would be fun to kind of do a little recap in this episode and, and uh, start us off, um, you know, just maybe talk a little bit about uh, some comments or um, any sort of you know lingering thoughts, if you will, on some of our more popular episodes, at least popular based on the comments that we've received. And the, the most commented on episode that we had uh, this year was one we titled Plans Are Us. That was on the whole uh, house plans online. Yeah, that's which, right. And yeah, where they that ep- was like a giant where the video of- was taken offline. Right. Yeah. Ed Shannon was one of our, our listeners had written to us to let a let us know that he had uh, sent an email off. I believe it was to Robert Ivy. Right. Um, yeah. And uh, he, he kind of raised the issue that. You know, because they were they were the publisher of Architect Magazine, which every AIA member gets, and so it seemed like there was a conflict of interest going on there because the video directly said, you know, don't hire an architect, you're wasting your money. Uh, just come straight to us for these these house plans online. So I think uh, that was a, a pretty huge issue, and it, it seemed like that kind of ended up in a better spot than it began with. No, I I thought it was great because you know it got <clears throat> maybe not necessarily through. Um, our podcast, but it got the dialogue going. And a lot of people, I heard from a lot of people who, you know, basically said, you know, Hey, I was writing a letter too. And, um, so I thought it was really good that, you know, we could just be a part of the, um, conversation to get the word out and say, you know, Hey, uh, AIA kind of take a look at this, you know, your publisher of your, um, monthly magazine is not, you know, I looked at it this way is they're benefiting two ways. (laughs) both by supporting and, you know, demeaning us by, you know, saying, yeah, you don't really need an architect. You come to us. Yeah, it was a total we'll mixed message, right? It, it was. It was. <laughs> it was. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, so that was that was a that was a good show, and that really did generate a, an interesting firestorm of comments. Well, it, it also brought up the question. I think Greg La Lavadera brought up. Um, you know, it's not just simply we weren't necessarily railing completely against house plans versus architects. And right. he had some very good points about that. And um, maybe in 2015, we can get him on to to uh, to join us one one uh, uh, for an episode to talk a little bit more about that subject, uh, because I, I thought he brought up some really good points about that. But I, I think the crux of that episode was mainly, you know, kind of the the this complete ridiculousness was- of the of that ad campaign that essentially Handley Wood was, was running um, that was being basically paid for by the AIA. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't, it wasn't about, you know, Hey, you shouldn't be doing house plans and stuff like that because there's a lot of architects out there that do that. You know, it's a great source of, of recurring income. Um, but it was the, it was the message that they were delivering on the backs of architects. Right. Exactly. I think I've gone back into that episode and corrected because the link originally um, went down. And I yes. think I well, went they took back. the video down, right? Yeah, they took the video down. But I've gone back. And actually, if you go to that episode, and we'll have a link to the episode uh, in this episode's show notes. And I've actually updated that link that goes to now a YouTube page where you right. can actually watch that video because our original link went dead on that. So we've, we've gone back and fixed that. So if you've ever been looking for it again, um, you can find it. Yeah. That, Cause that was actually straight to the Hanley Wood website. Right. They right. can run, but they can't hide. <laughs> Hell yeah. It was on YouTube <laughs> or something internet. after that. Ex- right. Exactly. You yeah. Know, somebody was like, nice try. Here's what you're really saying. Exactly. Well, I mean, and, but, but honestly taking it down was the right thing to do. And so sure. and this is just kind of, the paper trail. <laughs> and, you know, let's be fair to Hanley Wood that this was, a lot of this was done prior to their, I guess, their uh, relationship with the AIA. But to continue to use it, continue to um, promote it and it be a part of their business model, all the while, you know, here you are, um, you know, basically taking the money from architects who are trying to work hard to generate business that either directly competes with or whatever. It just, it was, it was a bad message. Right. Yep. Well, another popular episode we had was one, uh, entitled, uh, interviewing, uh, where we talked about different, uh, different techniques or different experiences through the interview process. So that, that was a lot of fun. And we, we got some great comments back from that one. Pretty clever title. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes, uh, deadlines, right. You know, just <laughs> right. make it simple. <laughs> And I've actually referenced that episode and, uh, you know, made a couple of people that uh, I know who are out actively looking for jobs or they were getting ready to look for jobs, um, go back and either listen to again or for the first time um, to just, you know, tell them, you know, hey, uh, you know, you're getting ready to go on this interview. Here's some tips of of what you should do. And, And it was actually kind of funny because... They, about a week prior, they were, you know, I was asking them, okay, well, what are you, what are you going to be taking in on your interview? And they're like, what do you mean taking in? Like, uh, let's have a conversation and just, you know, started to talk to them about what you should take, what you shouldn't take. And then, um, made a really, um, in fact, he ended up sending off, even though he had already had an interview lined up, 
he went ahead and he kind of sent off kind of a cut sheets of some of his projects. Uh, he sent them a, an actual cover sheet. Um, and, and they talked about that in the, uh, in the interview and they were actually quite appreciative that even though he had already had the interview lined up, they were appreciative of the fact that, you know, he actually went ahead and did that. And it went a long way to actually landing him the job. Um, because they were taken aback at the preparedness of him coming into the interview, the kind of the follow-up with, you know, I know that, um, cause it was kind of a word of mouth job, but you know, he still wanted to kind of have all of that stuff on file for him. And it was really after, uh, he kind of listened to the show and then he came back to me and he was starting to, you know, ask a couple of pointers on, you know, Hey, well, what do you think about this and that? And kind of did a, uh, um, portfolio critique for him. Yeah. I think if, um, again, there'll be a link to this episode in, in this episode's links and, uh, go check out, uh, we got, uh, I don't know, over a dozen comments on this one and, um, lots of really interesting fun, some, sometimes some fun little stories in there. And, uh, and just some other people, uh, adding their own advice as well. So I think in addition to the episode, check out the show notes on that one. Cause I, th- there's some helpful stuff in there. So, yeah. you know, and I, and I think something I want to get into a little later in the episode on, on the year in review, if you will, um, how things have been going. And I think this is a really important episode to probably revisit for people as uh, things are getting better and, and people are probably going on interviews or, you know, considering looking for other jobs. I think this is an important episode to, uh, to go back and, and listen to. Yeah. And there's other good resources out there too. I know um, Bob Borson over at life of an architect.com has one where, or maybe several where he's talked about uh, what do's and don'ts at interviews. Um, so we're definitely not the end all here, but, and, and, you know, I think a lot of people, there's a lot of different stages in careers. There's people who've been in the business for a long time who are going to approach this completely different than somebody who just graduated from school. Um, and obviously we can't cover every one of those bases during the podcast. And I think, I feel like sometimes people criticize the podcast for not being able to, to go into detail for all in all those different ways. Um, but it's just a fact of, of again, just the, the time constraints that we will operate right. under. Well, but, and we're also three men. Uh, yeah. so we, we got kind of ripped on that episode for not giving, uh, uh, f- uh female attire, uh, point of view, point pointers. of views on the uh, pointers <laughs> yeah, on that one. So, uh, but maybe you guys actually don't want to hear our point of views on that, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> good point. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Yes, you're right. There are, there are, you know, go check out some other things in there. And, and I think we actually refer to some stuff in the episode. So uh, right. check the links uh, in that episode, uh, because we've got a few in there that look at uh, some do, do's and don'ts and, um, and then also to some questions and different things like that. So, uh, and other places you can go to, f- to find and use as a re- uh, resource. So uh, definitely check that out. Next episode I had listed on our most uh, commented on was uh, probably the one I kind of had, we had a little fun with, but the one we entitled, it's episode 39, Seriously Millennials. And uh, that was actually a lot of fun. That's the one where you got angry. Did I go off on that one? Yes, you did. Just a little bit, yeah. I can't keep track sometimes. I think that was the intro for the show. That was good. Wow. All right. Well, thank you very much for that <laughs> i don't know this one was fun i mean there, i think um 
as you, I think it was you, Evan, that pointed out, we weren't really sure how serious this person was in the writing. It almost seemed sort of satirical with, with some truths in there. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think, uh, we ended up just kind of accepting it at face value. And then there were a lot of really smart, thoughtful comments on that episode as well. Um, kind of dissecting it a little bit more than, than we again had had a chance to during the show. I think we picked that topic right before we went on to talk about it. So definitely read through those comments as well. It was a, it was an entertaining little topic to kind of, you know, kind of like in the same vein as the one where we talked about Frank Gary flipping everybody off. Yeah. That one's Uh, coming next. (laughs) Just, just kind of new that, you know, news of the, of the week. Right. Right. But you know, I think there's a lot, there's a lot of angst in the, uh, the younger generation about, you know, the way things are done or have been done and they want to do it their own way. And I think everybody kind of thinks that at one time or another, and then there's people who've been in the business who still think like that um, right. all the time. So, so uh, even though it 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 was entitled uh, "Seriously Millennials," I think I think that you know there's feelings like this in all different types of um, lines of work, not just architecture, obviously too, but um, but within architecture as well. There's just people who who come from all different age groups that think the same way. And, and so I think that this was kind of a rallying cry that a lot of people, you know, if you read the comments on the article itself, it's totally polarizing, right? There's people oh, yeah. Who, oh, yeah. who are trying to burn the guy at the stake. And then there's other people who are holding him up uh, and, and giving him his own parade. So you had said this, you know, as a comment on the one where we were giving interview tips and stuff. And I wanted to kind of just reiterate that, a lot of what this is show is more about the conversation starter. We, we pick a topic, you know, we talk about it a little bit, you know, and we really kind of hope. And in a lot of cases, we really get some really good um, feedback and it starts a good conversation between, you know, people who listen to the show. Um, you know, Neil's thrown it out there a couple of times on, uh, some of the uh, LinkedIn and stuff. And, and it really generates some really good conversation. And, and that's really kind of the, f- at least for me, you know, one of the things that I'm really hopeful for is that this starts the conversation, you know, whether it's uh, just kind of having fun and, you know, making a little bit of light of the profession. You know, sometimes we need that to other times when we really are being serious about trying to improve the state of affairs of the profession. That's why we call it a show. So speaking of uh, what Evan just referenced there, the episode 46, which was entitled 98%. And that was the episode, it was kind of, uh, it worked out really nicely that Frank uh, decided to uh, give the bird uh, just before our our, our recording schedule. So uh, we, we could... Uh, we could jump on that, that, that kind of hot topic of the week. Um, and sometimes it doesn't work out that way, but, uh, this one sort of did. And, uh, uh, that, that was our next highest. Um, actually, I think that was really kind of our second most commented on show. Um, because I think Frank Gary, yeah, I, you know, I think he really, I think he, he was kind of being, you know, there's excuses. He was tired and he was just kind of being flippant. But then at the same time, I thought it really did bring up uh, some important topics uh, or or discussion around, you know, what was, what was being asked and his, uh, his response to that. 
I, I guess my initial reaction when I saw the whole thing, you know, it kind of pissed me off. And um, I was pretty angry about it and, and at him. And then as I started to kind of cool off, it's just that initial visceral reaction. But as I started to cool off and then we were having the, the conversation, I could complete, completely see where he was coming from and could understand the point of his reaction. Because we have that, we all have that reaction, especially, you know, you work hard. He works hard, regardless of the style that he comes up with. You may or may not like it. You may love it. You may hate it. But you know what? He still works hard. And, you know, to have people question it is just kind of, is this just this flash in the pan kind of fashion stuff or whatever? It was easy to see where he was coming from. And it was honestly very easy to defend um, just as putting us in the same situation as he was in. And so it was kind of interesting because I went back and I re-listened to the show and I was like, you know what? Everything that I said was not my initial reaction, but once I actually thought about it, completely understood the guy. Yeah. I think that probably the thing that I've taken away from it, because I, I felt like I was understanding where he's coming from and, and it's been pointed out several times uh, now that the episode went up and it's, it's that it's that so many people listen to Frank, right. And he does get the spotlight. And so when he does something like this, it does give other architects a bad name. It gives the industry a bad name because somebody's throwing a tantrum, right. Who gets, who gets all the, the, the press coverage. So that's where it really leaves a bad taste in people's mouth. And that probably, um, through the conversation that we had, that was probably my biggest and still my biggest argument is when you are the one with the microphone um, speaking, whether he wants to or not speaking for the entire profession, because everybody outside of the profession really doesn't know any better. So they are going to look for the voice and he happens to be that voice right now. When you have something to say, probably shouldn't be degrading against your own well whatever but yeah you're right when he was the de facto mouthpiece we better do some better talking than that (laughs) (laughs) well he didn't actually say much oh no actually i take that back (laughs) oh we followed it up with (laughs) yeah no you're right he did follow it up with uh but uh but it definitely he he, uh he did the kind of uh sign language first yes and that that got the all the attention at first and then of course he called everything else crap so well, yeah. Frank had a lot of opinions, and you know, good for him. I mean, you know, it's okay. Don't look, don't we all? Yes. No, that's that's not what this show's about at all. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like someone to draw CAD details for you? Create BIM objects for you? Write specifications for you? Would you like this someone to do it for free? Ding, ding, ding. Well, RCAT has already done all of this for you. Search the RCAT libraries for these products and more, free of charge and no registration required to download content. RCAT has created a website devoted to you, the building professional, to find product information fast and hassle-free. Check out RCAT today at RCAT, that is A-R-C-A-T, RCAT.com. And the ArcaSpeak podcast would like to thank Arcat for sponsoring the show. I, I want to ask our listeners, what was their favorite episode of 2014? Uh, we've done, you know, two a, two a month, basically. So we've done about 24 episodes this year. So 
uh, of those uh, 24. Uh, in fact, uh, you know, I want to say thank you to everybody for listening and, and, for, and you know, to my co-hosts here, just a, a little side. I want to say thanks because uh, we have stayed on schedule every two weeks all year long. And we had some uh, we had some rough times through the summer, through scheduling, figuring out everybody's uh, vacation schedules and when we could record and everything. And I, I, I just think we we did a good job staying on schedule this year. So not that we didn't the year before either, but. You know, we we did really uh, work really hard at at making sure each episode came out on time. Problem solving, project management. That's what we did. <laughs> I think we did a whole episode about that, right? <laughs> you know what i I kind of wish that our uh, some of our um, projects would go as uh, even though we had our challenges. Even I wish some of our projects would go as well and smooth as these right podcasts. Right. <laughs> so 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 uh, you know. Um, when you listen to this episode, let us know through uh, through the Twitter or uh, LinkedIn or, or Facebook or wherever you uh, communicate with us on. Um, let us know what your favorite episode is or, or was for for 2014, and uh, so we, we we appreciate it. That so um, and, and for those in Neil's age group, Telegraph, Mimeograph Machine, facts, whatever, facts, <laughs> facts. Send me the facts. Smoke signals. I have to say that my favorite episode was the uh, the equity by design episode. I felt like that one yeah. was was probably, and obviously it was because we had such a great guest on that show, Rosa Shang from the Missing Thirty Two Percent, and she's the one who was the leader of the whole symposium, putting it together. And I know she had a, a team of amazing individuals who who helped put that all together. And Neil, you got to go to the show. Yes. Um, yeah. And then, you know, we kind of put together this big, um, we had some, a great call in, we had, we had a great interview with, with Rosa and she just had so many great things to say. I'm just, I think that's probably the one that I'm the most proud of this year. So I, I really recommend going back and listening to that because that is not like a passing moment, like some of these others were right. That right. this is something that's ongoing. It's really important. Um, this is definitely something that, I'm very aware of in the firm that I work for um, as as a, an issue that that needs to be brought up and thought about and considered, and we just need to be really thoughtful about equity within the the corporate structures that we work within and and with representation in all levels of the projects that we're doing. So that that was a to me, you know, really a standout episode. Absolutely. And then the other thing that I wanted to say that I'm really proud of this year is that I got. F and licensed. That's right. Congratulations. <laughs> I got my, uh, my license number. And, uh, so this year was, I think this plays right into what Neil, what you were just saying about scheduling. I mean, this was a huge piece of my schedule that I had to kind of work around for, with the episodes and all that, all the studying and all the exams. And I just, I remember being in Yellowstone National Park, where there is no cell service with AT&T at all, and I'm on my phone trying to get the results of one of my exams. Seriously, for like 45 minutes, I'm trying to reload a page in the middle of nowhere, and it finally shows up that I pass, and I yelled out, I passed, and my kids and my wife start jumping up and down, and it was like everybody around us is looking at us like we're crazy, but like that's the kind of process that it that it was for me and so it was a huge accomplishment to finally you know just a few days ago actually get 
my license number. And, you know, that was a huge goal for me to, to accomplish before the end of 2014. So that that's just one of the complicated little side deals that's going on on the side of this show. It's not just uh, us sitting behind the microphone and, and yakking away all the time. We all have so much more going on. So I'm glad that's over. I think, Evan, I think what, what you were able to accomplish really shows that you know, anyone listening to this show, whether they're an unlicensed professional right now or if they're just a student, that that this you can do it. I mean, uh, and, and I, I don't want to sound cliche like, you know, hey, anybody can get this done. Um, but what I mean to say is that you can actually do it. I mean, if you work hard and you schedule things, I mean, Evan, we've been doing this show every two weeks. You've been working, you've had sometimes some crazy hours, and yet you still manage to study and pass the majority of your exams this year. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I mean, that that's just encouraging to, I think, everybody who's listening that, uh, that you know, you can you can do it. And uh, it just takes some hard work, that's for sure. But now it's over, and now you just get to pay your $300 every two years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, wait. Actually, we do have some continuing education. I'm sure they gave you all that pamphlet information, <laughs> right? I actually so, haven't got that in the mail yet. But oh, I, you I, haven't? I am okay. assuming it'll show up pretty soon. Yes, okay. you, you will have to do uh, some hours, so... Let this sink in first. Jeez, come on. You yeah. Know, get, let him breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's lucky because he got licensed uh, mid, you know, in California, we have to pay our license fee every two years and it's every odd year. So um, uh, is, is when you pay. So it, being that Evan got licensed in an even year, he only had to pay half That's right. uh, of what the license fee is because he's getting licensed in, in the mid year. So, um, so he's getting a break this year. Next year, you'll get hit with the full 300. <laughs> the full Monty, yeah. The full Monty, <laughs> exactly. Right. So uh, on the on the month of your birthday, so it's like a big happy birthday from the state of California. Right. Happy birthday, give me money. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Well, in California, though, it's, yeah. uh, it's, all, it's all, you know, what, what's the, I should know this because it was part of the, the test, but but the the, the <laughs> you've forgotten it already <laughs> uh, you know the, the licensing jurisdiction it's it's pretty funny because my wife's like what do you get what do you get i like i get this little piece of paper that all the cosmetologists have that's right, right? <laughs> yes it's but yes it looks exactly like what uh, is if you had gotten your license uh to cut hair yep. it looks pretty much the same awesome. and you'll be proud to hang it on the wall <laughs> yes you also get a little small one you can put in your, your wallet too license. Yes, next year hairstylist license. That's right. Yeah, and, and the, you'll get a little small one to put in your wallet, so it's really oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, it's very so nice. You can, you can like flash that and get into anything you. you yeah. Don't you know who I am? That's See, right. It's, it's like the you you know, little the, secret handshake or something. Uh, I was going to say that very thing. I was like, did they teach you a secret handshake? No, <laughs> there is no secret handshake. You haven't gotten. The I can't memo believe on that, that yet. there isn't a secret handshake. No, you you'll, you haven't gotten that one yet. It's coming. I don't think I will. Yeah. Well, I, I've been licensed for a while now, so yeah. So you it, know it's it? coming. It's coming. Oh, we need to get together. I yeah. The next time, next time we get together, in uh, probably in uh, what May? Yeah, May, and then uh, MDC's coming up again in October. So, so every, what's happening every odd in, year? So what's happening in May? Are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. The AIA convention. 
and we may be there. I don't know. Remember what we talked about at the beginning of the show about sponsors and friends of the show? (laughs) (laughs) If you would like to see Arcuspeak in Atlanta in 2015, become a friend of the show. That's right. Yeah. I mean, we would love to go to the show and meet up with all of our listeners and followers and friends and everybody who's uh, hanging out with us online over the last couple of years. So that's that's where we want to do it. I wanted to go and, and ask you guys, um, it's, you know, we're at the end of 2014. How has this year been architecturally for you guys? You mean like as far as projects go? Just maybe projects or just being busy. I mean, we're, we're, I, I'll start us off. I mean, for the last, uh, be six years in February, I've been on my own. And, you know, a big part of that was because I got laid off from my last job due to the economy. And with my license, I just went on my own. And it's been a huge struggle finding projects. Um, you know, I, I had spent a number of years working for developers prior to getting laid off the last time. So uh, unlike some friends of mine who, uh, who, when they got laid off from their firms, you know, had clients of theirs contacting them like, Hey, you were doing the exact same thing for, you know, me in this firm. Now you're on your own. How about I hire you? And so I know some friends that, you know, picked up some work and got them started doing things for former clients and I know I wasn't coming from that perspective. I really had nothing at all. And so uh, it's been a huge struggle to try and, you know, find projects, to find work. And I've seen a huge change in 2014 uh, compared to the past several years. And really since I started that, um, you know, this year's been a, a really good year. It started off for me pretty good. I had two or three projects in January. Uh, one of which I just uh, posted some photos of. It finally got built and we got some pictures taken. And so, um, you know, that that's worked out nicely. Kind of through the middle of the year, um, things kind of dropped off for me. But I had a friend who needed some, some help done. So I, I did some consulting with him for a good part of the year. And then in this fall, I'm real curious from our, you know, from our listeners and from you guys, it's just been this huge explosion in, in, you know, calls and, you know, people wanting proposals and, you know, signing a few proposals. And it's like, ever since around September, um, I've been really busy and that's, it's been a huge change. I've never been this busy in six years. So I'm just curious from you guys, how, how has that been for your firms? You know, you, you both work for large, obviously you're not so sole proprietor. So I'm curious how things have you've seen in the job market in general or, you know, with your own firms, have things really picked up this year? Does this seem like the end of the recession and next year we're, you know, off to the races again? I have been absolutely insanely busy. Um, I mean, I, you know, we sit down and we have our, uh, you know, kind of project review meetings every week with all the project managers. And, um, I come in with my list of 14 projects. Wow. That I have, um, that are my own, um, the projects that I'm managing. Uh, they're in a variety of stages of, you know, development through, you know, construction and some are big, some are tiny, but you know, I mean, I've got 14, which is, 
probably the heaviest load that I've had in my career, you know, at one given time of uh, projects and just about to actually pick up a 15th. But thankfully, it might actually go back down to 14 because one's like done and our couple are closing out. So hopefully that starts to clear up a little bit better. But, um, you know, as uh, good old uh, Christmas rolls around, my um, every year since I've uh, um, worked for this firm and worked for the prior firm, I'm always have been busy at Christmas time because for some reason, Schools really like to go out to uh, out to bid at Christmas, and I'm working on a an addendum right now, so uh, busy. Yeah, same busy, busy. same with me. I mean, it's I know of at least three projects. It's probably more like four or five are all due uh, mid January to the state. Wow, yeah, and so everybody's in this mad rush and. You know, it was really questionable, like, okay, so what happens then? Um, and then we just won some more huge projects. Uh, so there's not any question anymore of what everybody's going to be doing after that. And right. so we are very busy. And it, it, I totally agree. It seems like everybody wants these projects uh, and they want them now. And it's because of the schedules that they operate on. You know, they want to occupy their new building in a year and a half. And that for the, the size of school that I've been working on for the last nine months, which is going in in two weeks, we're super busy right now during the holidays, of course. And, but that's the schedule that it demands so that they can occupy it, uh, in August of 2016, because that's just enough time to build it. Well, because they need this, the schedule, the way that they work, uh, Neil, just for your awesome education of sure <laughs> of what Evan and I's insanity um, is a lot of times. Um, schools basically plan their construction around summers, right? And so they'll go out to bid. They'll get the notice to proceed. You know, they've got to go through the, all the paperwork to get it approved by the board of ed, and then everything else. So there's there's a lot. Of, may say okay, well, you know, it bids like my project. It'll be bidding in January. Now, technically, we're going to be starting or at least giving them the notice to proceed on um, so that it'll be, you know, the the first or actually it'll be spring break of, you know, this coming year. And so that'll be they'll have the time to mobilize, get into certain areas, do some, you know, abatement, you know, start setting up their staging and everything else so that when summer hits, they can go full force um, for, you know, most of the time it's eight weeks. Sometimes it only ends up being six weeks, but, you know, try to take that time as best as possible to have an un- unoccupied building. Cause once school starts back up, you know, especially in certain cases where we do occupied renovations, um, you've got to basically maneuver everything around the school staying open and operating um, as a full, fully functioning school and kids can move around through a construction site. So there's complete and utter segregation between contract work, you know, con- construction workers and you know, the student body so that, you know, contractors can do their work. Students can do their work and, um, you know, just keep it rolling. And so, uh, 
I think ours, our turnover for this project that's starting next year uh, in April will be, I think, April of 2017 is when we finish that one. Wow. Now, you know, it's really interesting to hear you say that because uh, what I've noticed um, is is actually heading into the holiday uh, season here for the first time, actually, you know, having a few projects and, and being relatively busy um, is that I've noticed a, a huge slowdown. Um, you know, I, I had a, several people, two or three people contact me in early December wanting to meet to talk about, you know, that initial meeting just to see if they want to hire me or, or, you know, what they want to do. And, uh, and I was like, okay, we tried to get those schedules sometimes, you know, with the holidays, people can't make it. And now suddenly everybody's like, okay, uh, as we record this, it's just before Christmas. So, um, as this goes out, it'll be after Christmas, but, uh, everybody's like, well, I'll, you know, well, I'll talk to you after the holiday and, you know, contact me again in January. So I've seen quite the opposite because I don't have projects that are going to be submitted, you know, in January or anything that everything's kind of really slowed down for me. And which is a nice thing because, you know, at least, uh, for, for my, uh, you know, f- individual clients that I have, they have families, they're busy. And it's like, yeah, you know, we don't have time to deal with this right now either. <laughs> and so, um, it, it's kind of been a, a nice, a nice little slowdown or break here, uh, right towards the end of the year. But it also scares the heck crap out of me because I'm thinking, Oh, what if people forget or they, uh, decide over the holiday or something happens and then suddenly, ah, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do that now or something. So I'm like, okay, well now what am I going to do in January? You know, or, I mean, some of my projects will continue into January, a couple of them. So there'll be some work, but it's, it's always that scary feeling, um, you know, with your guys's work with the schedules that go out in long term, sometimes in some cases, like you just said, till 2017, that's like two years away. And I'm thinking, uh, what am I going to do in like two weeks? <laughs> so, uh, or three weeks. Uh, so that kind of concerns me, but the positive is, is that if things continue the way they have been, you know, hopefully, hopefully that'll, that'll be okay. And, uh, and, and like I saw last January, uh, a little spurt of extra, you know, uh, people calling and, and some interest. I'm hoping to see that again, you know, this, this next January, because I think this year has been a stronger year, you know, finishing than 2013 was. So we'll see. I don't know. Well, we're recording this on December 23rd. Do you know what that is? Happy Festivus, everyone. That's right. <laughs> and now we will have um, the airing of the grievances. Sorry, but for us East Coasters, it is Christmas Eve. Oh, well. Two beats one. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's still the right. 23rd on the West Coast. <laughs> Nobody Bring cares it. about that. Hey, before we get to that, before we get to airing of grievances, I'm I'm curious to hear, and I'm curious from our listeners too, because we've just been talking about uh, kind of a holiday or how busy we we are or are not. Uh, I'm curious what other people's offices do. I know when I worked in an office, I've never worked in an office that completely shut down, like for a week or two weeks uh, at the end of the year. I know some firms do. Um, it uh, clearly sounds like your firms don't. I've um, heard those. Are they hiring? You know, 
<laughs> Kidding. You can contact Cormac through the website, um, um, um But I, I'm curious from our listeners, you know, uh, tweet us or, or put comments on in this episode. You know, what what does your offices do? Uh, do they shut down? Do you take time off? Do you, you know? Do you have any vacation left? Uh, I, I'm curious. Ours does shut down. Oh, uh, officially. Um, that doesn't mean we won't be there working. Um, but officially the office is shut down between Christmas and new year. Actually, I believe this year, uh, we're shut down until the fifth. Are you guys hiring? We are. (laughs) Please come join us. And then, uh, the funny thing is like our, the, the main, our MP and E consultant for the project that I'm working on is shut down this whole week. So they're shut down this week we're shut down next week so nothing will happen right (laughs) right wow yeah it's interesting when you say that because like all of our clients um all the schools are already gone all closed uh there's no communication yeah exactly so so really you know and i was talking to the project manager from uh one of our clients and he's in the capital construction side of things and so he's you know we were talking and I was like, well, so what's your schedule? He's like, well, you know, public schools, you know, we're we're gone here and we won't be back till here. He's like, but, you know, just feel free to email me. And then if there's something really important, go ahead and text me. But otherwise, I'm going to be, you know, out of pocket. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to really bug you during, during your holidays. But, um, nope, but I'll be there. Um, <laughs> exactly. I'll take a couple of extra days off here and there just to kind of hang out with the family. Because um, we're heading to New York City. Nice, nice. Um, just just for a couple of a uh, couple of days, just so that hopefully the uh, everything is still up. We've been meaning to uh, hit New York during the Christmas time and go look at the all of the cool um, window displays and the Christmas tree at Rockefeller Center. And oh, I can't yeah. see. Can't wait to see the pictures. Oh, yeah. you know there'll be plenty. Well, you, you'll have to share them with us because I think Evan, uh, you alluded. Uh, pre-show about the fact that yeah you're not going anywhere either i'm not going anywhere <laughs> my wife's working the whole time and our kids have, are out of school for like more than two weeks here it's like wow give me a break How, wow yeah no so what so i'm doing child care yeah no my uh my kids got out today their winter break starts and then they go back on the fifth yeah our kids were off uh half day last friday or thursday they didn't even have school on friday yeah and, you know, my, my kids didn't have school on Friday either. And all Thursday was, was just like a big party. Yeah, exactly. Movie and food. Fill them up with sugar day. We've got a lot of, we've got a lot of other um, holidays that we do throughout the year that a lot of school systems don't do. Like, uh, they celebrate, you know, and observe Rosh Hashanah and a lot of the other, uh, um, Jewish holidays. Mm. Um, so, you know, we're closed on those kind of days. So it kind of balances out that we get all these different, we get shortened breaks, but it seems like they're always out of schools one time or another. It's just like, wait, are you guys going to school? No, it's this. Wow. How to be back in school. So Evan, Festivus. Festivus for the rest of us. What grievances do you have? (laughs) Are we, are we going to do the feats of strength here on the show? Yes. (laughs) We wrestle. (laughs) <laughs> not sure how that's going to work, but okay. So what are your grievances? Oh, oh, 14. Yeah, I haven't thought of I haven't, you know, I, the, getting through those exams. Um, you don't have any grievances. You're licensed. I'm done. <laughs> Come on, man. 
Yeah. It's a party. Yeah, getting through those was really tough. And so I'm really glad it's over. A friend of mine who, a coworker, she just took her first one. And uh, I just remember her, she <laughs> asked her how it went. And she's like, it was crazy. It wasn't anything I studied for. And I said, okay, so now you know what it's like. Right? <laughs> just, just keep, just well, keep Evan, going. Between, I'm sure you did fine. Between my license number, my wife's license number, and yours, I think we determined about uh, about uh, a thousand a year. About a thousand architects well, a year, or on average, yeah. on average in right. California, about a thousand. Yeah, there's. I think the last I checked, there were over sixteen thousand licensed architects in California and then I looked at like Wyoming and it was like less than 200 or something like that. It's pretty wow. amazing that the the jump um that so how far California is above all of the other states as far as license holders. Right. Well, well my my your, license your, your own was country. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean uh, and and so to kind of give people some perspective, uh my wife was licensed in 04 and so about 10 years ago. And then, um, I was licensed about 10 years prior to that. And so over those two time frames, it, it averaged out to about a thousand architects a year, which I, I thought was pretty interesting. I mean, that's, that's just roughly around 84 a month. Yeah. And I yeah. think, um, I, I follow along with Karen Kenzik and Doug Noble's, uh, Notley group, which is out of USC. I get emails from them and, and, um, I'm excited because I'm getting kicked out of Notley. Notley uh, stands for not licensed yet. And it's kind of Doug and Karen are big cheerleaders and they put on all kinds of free classes and stuff for, for all the different tests. And I believe the last email that I got that Doug sent out regarding numbers was that there were like over 300 new licenses in November or October so it really wow. is ramping up at the end of the year. You can tell that people are are trying to get exams in before the end of the year. And I, I'm sure that happens every year. But it, I think he sent it out thinking like or saying this is unusually high. So it sounds like people are getting really into the mode of, of taking exams out here in California. Well, you know, I think this is um, this is positive. I mean, positive news in that as we both or all three of us have mentioned earlier that we're busy and 2015, you know, at least uh, in the near future looks really good and we're all going to be really busy. So I, I think this is good news for uh, students that are in school right now that may be graduating next May and June. I think you're going to find a pretty healthy market for jobs, architectural jobs that is uh, come, you know, about the time you're ready to graduate next spring. Yep, Definitely. I, I definitely see that where we are too. Yeah, and, there's and, lots of open job recs right now. Yeah, and and so if you're if you're in a job, I mean, if you've already graduated and you know you're getting close to getting your license, if you've been looking around, maybe you're not quite satisfied where you're at or something like that. I mean, I mean, this next year looks like a good year to be, you know, finding the the right job uh, for you because there's going to be firms that maybe, uh, you know, that you want to go to, go back to that interviewing uh, episode that we did and uh, listen to that and, and get that down so that you're ready to go out and do that. Because I, I think 2015 is going to be a good year for, for hopefully everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And for uh, those um, fresh students that Neil was talking about, um, the jobs are there. 
And just my only word of advice will be, uh, don't get disillusioned when you start that first job and it's nothing like school because it's nothing like school. Oh, speaking of that, did you guys <laughs> see that uh, on Arc Daily there was uh, the Archiculture article? It's mm-hmm. a documentary, uh, and I, it's yes. Pratt, Pratt College, right? And that's totally back east. It. And it's 25-minute long documentary on the architectural education, and it, it's kind of a behind-the-scenes look, and it follows three or four students day to day through probably one semester or so. And uh, I would say, you know, the first half of it was, was really, really good. And then it, it started to kind of, I don't know, the second half didn't work as well for me. Um, but I really enjoyed the first half and it was neat to kind of go back and see uh, and just to remember what it was like. So definitely check that out. We should put a link I'm to that in the show notes. I want to check it out because a friend of mine that I, um, went to school with uh, teaches there. Oh, cool. Yeah, um, so we'll put that in the show notes. And, and the show notes, just so you can get all the links and everything, if you go to our website, com and look on the right side of just about every page, you can sign up for the show notes, and they'll get emailed to you as soon as the show goes out, and then you can kind of follow along with the different links and stuff that we bring up during the show. So check out Archiculture. Um, it, it was, uh, I think it's, a, it's pretty well done. Cool. I need to actually see that. I, I did uh, see that come across and, and haven't had a chance to sit down and, and do that and watch it. Yeah, it's on YouTube. All right, cool. It's on the internet. It's on the internet. It's on the inter- internet. It's on, so, on the so social Cormac, media what channels. were your? Do you want to air some grievances? <laughs> Since we're in the festivist <laughs> mood. He does that all year. <laughs> I was going to say, haven't I been doing that every two weeks for the entire year? Oh. <laughs> That's just, isn't that what, isn't this, isn't that what our show is? This is is an outlet. That's right. Talk it out. Talk it out. You know what? Honestly, in this joyous festive um, season, I don't have grievances. I'm honestly, to be quite honest with you, um, hoping that this time next year, I'll be um, celebrating the same kind of uh, um, milestones that Evan is. And, um, this year and, uh, just really kind of excited and, and hoping for a great 2015, um, interesting changes at the office. And I think they're all going to be a really awesome and positive way to kind of reshape and refocus the culture of this, of the office. Um, and the good thing is, is that they're, um, you know, coming to me and kind of, involving me in the leadership of, you know, the, the shift in culture and, and just really kind of refocusing on, um, what it was that got everybody into this profession in the first place. So I'm actually really, um, energized and excited about 2015. You you sound like somebody who's getting a gym membership in January that, you know, you won't be going to (laughs) in by February 1st. Uh, I, I, I don't, I won't even bother that. <laughs> no, no, you know, I, I, I'm honestly, there's, there's a lot of, uh, grievances that we can air and that's what, um, the next episode and the next episode are going to be about. <laughs> oh, a teaser. Is Better that start a teaser? writing it out now. Exactly. Yeah, uh, that'll be a long one. So what about you then, Neil? You know, I, I don't have too many grievances. Um, it's, it's been a good year. Um, I think it's it's a struggle 
it's been a bit of a struggle for me trying to balance um, as projects have come in, trying to um, trying to figure out how to run sole proprietorship. Uh, I think that's probably been my biggest, if there's a grievance I've had, is just trying to understand um, what to do, what not to do. And I don't think there's any right or wrong answers. I, I, I honestly can say I, I don't think uh, I've done anything necessarily wrong. Um, and and I'm not always doing things right either. It, it's definitely um, uh, something that's been a learning experience. And, and I'm, I'm getting better at it. Um, but I think it's always a constant uh, struggle. And, you know, I, I know our friend uh, Mark LePage has lots of great advice over on his site, Entrepreneur Architect. And, uh, you know, dive into that and use his experience and several other people online. Um, in fact, I have to say that uh, I've been real, um, you know, just real pleased at how well uh, the, the community, um, you know, essentially through Twitter has been uh, to me with advice and support for things that uh, that I've been doing either on this podcast or outside this podcast. And, uh, you know, really want to give a big thanks to everybody who's, you know, contributed with their own comments and, and help. Um, you know, I've actually even, when I got into a bind, um, you know, was able to actually farm out a, l- a little bit of work uh, to, to somebody else. And, uh, you know, it was all through Twitter. And so I think it's a real powerful medium and a, and a way that I think, uh, in the future that a lot of, uh, sole proprietors and maybe even larger firms, you know, will start to, to work. So I, I'm really excited, you know, by, uh, what to look, you know, what to look forward to in 2015, you know, I'm getting better with, uh, you know, my own CAD stuff that I'm doing. And, uh, since I've been using uh, a newer program for the first time, so it's taken, uh, there's been a bit of a struggle in trying to do that, but, uh, you know, so those, those are kind of probably my, my grievances for per se, but it's, uh, it's been good and it's, it's kind of fun and it's different and it's, it's, it's good to, uh, you know, be, to have some work and, and, and some focus and, and, you know, have, uh, being able to get some things done. And so that's, that's been great. And doing this show, this has been a lot of fun this year. Yeah. Total grievance right there. <laughs> so quick question yeah what do you guys expect from us and this is a question for not only you guys but also everybody out there listening what do you guys expect from us in 2015 oh i think that's good i don't know i think we should just leave, uh, leave that for the listeners and get some comments back we have some thoughts about what we want to do next year but uh let's get some comments back maybe we'll talk about that uh early next year all right so uh Thank you to everyone for listening all year long. It's been a great 2014, and hopefully you'll stick with us through 2015 as well as we move into our third year. Yeah. And thanks, thanks RCAT, for sponsoring the show. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Well, happy holidays to everyone out there, and uh, we'll see you all in 2015. See you next year. Good night. See you next year. <laughs>